everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. I forgot my intro because it's been so long since I've talked and had any kind of communication with you guys because John got COVID. What? Oh, you're just going to throw it on me, huh? Yeah. You're going to give me the cooties and yeah. put me out there in the world. Look, COVID is like the new STD of 2020. So the minute that you were like... I need to go get tested. I didn't want to have any kind of contact with you until I knew whether you, you had it or, or not. Text me like you could get it through the phone. You could. I don't. Nobody knows. It's a novice. It is a new virus. We don't know People much know. about it. I blame you for being antisocial with me. You know what? That's fine. I blame you for having the 2020 STD, COVID. It's gross. I would. It's not really sexually transmitted. Actually, they say that it is. Not from the positions. What what position? <laughs> Please go into more detail on that. It just This is sex love and injectables. And I mean, yeah, well if they with, face the opposite direction, we're yeah, six hey, feet apart. Okay, look. I felt kind of bad because this is sex love and injectables, and I've only gotten to talk about like two out of three of those things because 2020 has been like a rough year, you know? So this is good. This is exciting. I think you should go into like super detailed information on what positions people should be using to avoid COVID. <laughs> it's not necessarily the positions. It's the uh-huh. attire. Okay. Full leather. Oh, wow. With mask and all. 50 shades of like masks and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I like it. 50 shades of COVID. 50 shades of COVID. Well, I mean, like, I don't know about all the other states out there, but Texas is doing it big time right now. Yeah. Like we have other states that are doing another lockdown. Meanwhile, Texas has, I mean, it's just open. No, we're, we're parting it up. We're like, let's just do, I would, at this point, I kind of want to get it. Just to say that, just just to kind of get it over with. Yeah. I really want to get the golden antibodies and be done with it. It was rough. I mean, I know it hits people differently, but it hit me really hard. Like for about a week and a half, I was just miserable. No taste, no smell. I still only have about probably 65, 70% of smell and taste. That's unfortunate. So, okay. So it started off where you couldn't smell anything. Okay. That was terrifying because I panicked. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I would yeah. too. Like, cause I went to smell a bath and body works candles. And if anybody knows those, those are extremely strong. Like, yeah. If anybody like, knows bath and body works candles, it'd definitely be you. They're annoyingly strong. Yeah. They're delicious. Right. I mean, they're amazing. Like yeah. whenever it's like sugar cookie, you taste it. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so amazing. So, my fiance handed it to me and I smelled it and I was like, what's wrong with this candle? Is this like, a, is this like some kind of like bug candle? Well, it, I thought it was a bug candle. You know what I mean? How, they, how you put them outside and they don't have a smell, but they keep mosquitoes away right. or flies. And, I, and she was like, no, it's some kind of Christmas stuff because she's been decorating since July. And, um, and I was like, what's She's wrong? been decorating since July for Christmas. Sorry, I just caught that. She's like- been listening to Christmas since July. Ew, I'm just not that person. Yeah, me neither, but whatever. Yeah, you know, uh, this year I, I don't care because I want the year, year over with. Me. Bring it it's on. It's either that or like the end of the world type music, and I figured that there's been enough of that. Right. So I smelled it, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, start giving me things to eat, please, now. I literally tried every nasty thing in my house I could taste. I could try to just so I could like try what? and taste. Apple cider vinegar, which is okay. not good tasting. Did you film this? No. Why? I, You're the I was audio panicking. visual. I thought I was dying. I thought I was dead. Oh, my Lord. My life flashed before my nose and mouth. 
This is so dramatic. Keegan? Have you lost your taste and smell? I mean, I suffer from allergies. That's not what I mean. <laughs> it you affects your, your taste smell. And smell. No. Exactly. So you would have no idea. <laughs> anyway, okay. So it was bad. you survived. I did. Um, we're back. Back. And now we're recording and again. Better than ever, and I'm immune. So they say. That is, maybe can I'm you not. stop bragging? What you mean about all the antibodies that are swimming around in my yeah. body that makes me a, like pretty much superhuman? Yeah. No. Don't catch. Don't worry about it. It's not COVID. that bad. It's not that bad. It's just smell and taste. I have allergies. But okay, did you feel like you were gonna at any point? Because I know it's kind of insensitive for me to wish for this illness, but I think we all thought. Okay, let's just think about this for a second. January, we we're all like 2020. This is our year. This is gonna be the best year ever. Because I think 2019 sucked for everybody too, right? Like it was a hard year. February, we're like learning that this illness is starting to come around, but we're still, we're American. So we're still like super naive to it. March happens. We go on lockdown. April happens. Prison. Prison. And, and yeah. And if anything, I mean, I'll get a little serious for a second. The lockdown has caused more harm than good. Like depression has gone up. Suicide has gone up. Check this out. I found this out yesterday. Do you know the depression rate right now in America? I do not. 75%. What's the, what's the normal? Like what, where are we at when it's not COVID? I don't know that, but three quarters of the United States is depressed. Yeah. I don't blame them. I mean, that's just insane. But to think about 75% of America is depressed. I mean, if you know me or if you follow me on social media, if you don't, it's at injector underscore Heather on social media outlets. But I try to, I talk about mental health all the time because I feel like it needs to be normalized. And I 100% suffer and have suffered. And I think my symptoms have, I don't think, I know my symptoms of depression, anxiety have gotten way worse since we've gone into lockdown because it takes away your identity. We spend so much time identifying ourselves by what we do that whenever you take away what we do, we're left with our actual selves in in this different environment. So, yeah, no, I mean, I've had there's been a lot of a lot of suicides that like friends have witnessed and family and it's it's, it's been, been rough. really rough and scary. Very. It's, so, it's super scary because people that you would have no idea and kids too. That's even Oh yeah, no, I, like, yeah. There's a lot of things going there's on right a lot. now that are just are shocking. Yeah, and we thought for sure by the summertime, especially in Texas, that this would be gone because it's so hot here that we felt like the virus would not survive it. But now we're about to approach fall, or we're in fall, and we we're have like in a, we're like in a weird summer right now. Yeah, it, it like is. It's summer. Days ago. <laughs> it was, it's amazing. Actually, I'm not going to complain about that. Eh, I like today better. Today, like the 70, it's going to be like that all week. Good. So, but anyway, I just, my, my, now I'm just like, I don't even want to talk about it. I feel like it's saying the word quiet when you work in the ER or like as a police officer. I don't even want to talk about like 2021 because I don't want to jinx it. We still have like a month and a half left. It's approaching though. So my plan is on New Year's Eve to drink tequila so that I can forget about 2020 just for the night. Just black out, forget about it. 2021, it's going to be a new year. It'll be amazing. That, okay. Is that a good plan? No. Yeah. Th- thanks. You know, I think it's a know, great plan. I, as, as you ask me, is that a good plan? I'm trying to think of all the ideas you've had over this entire 
duration of your podcast. And I don't, have I ever agreed with you? Well, <laughs> I think, I, but I, okay. So the, the first time we met, I'm pretty sure I drank tequila and it ended well. Like, um, I was wait. non-confrontational with everybody. I was super friendly. Like I'm the nicest person on tequila. Huh? <laughs> Our memories are slightly different because <laughs> I was drinking tequila. See, I don't even have to live with the memories of it because that's how good tequila works for me. Mm. Yeah. Well, the place we were at is now shut down because of what Aww. you did. Because oh, okay. Because of you. Oh yeah, sure. Because of you. Well, they needed a little bit of that. That person needed a little bit of real life on their yeah bald ass head. <laughs> A little growth because he was only about five and a half. Yeah, he had uh, well, maybe five three. He suffered from that. What is it? SMS. Charmaine Vertically Center? challenged. Yes. Anyway, we're going down a rabbit hole. That's right. So we took off like a month and a half from recording. So I'm so very sorry, but um, we still have not finished the Enneagram series. I'm also sorry. All right, about the that. last one's number nine. And thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Number Next nine. Topic. Number nine. So, uh, yeah, because everybody knows at this point, I'm a type three. We rely on positive feedback. We and like to talk about, about ourselves. So, and yeah, so I've been done with this since we stopped recording type three. But I will retract that a little bit because I thoroughly enjoyed our guest after that. But the ones where I had to talk about some other type by myself, I'm sorry for those that listen to that. But We'll do better. So I'm just going to very briefly finish this up and talk about type nine so we can be done with it because I'm really excited about the next series that we're going to do on aesthetic treatments. This is the bread and butter of why I started the podcast and we went down this just 2020 rabbit hole because everything's just kind of fucked up right now. So we're going to talk about something that I'm very passionate about, which is aesthetic treatment and just go down this huge series of talking about Botox and filler and and, you know, I don't know, just normalizing aging in a graceful way, because I think that the world needs some positivity and Botox is my favorite drug. So we're going to talk about it. Uh, but going back. So type nine is the peacemaker. And I think that this is why I was like the least looking forward to this one, because it's just, sound, I don't know, it sounds boring. It's not you. It's not me. You're like the shit starter. <laughs> OK, so I was with somebody earlier who was like. What's the most narcissistic type? And I was like, definitely me. <laughs> and that's not to not say. Not even a number, just you. <laughs> just I was like, Google narcissist and then click images and it's going to be me. But and I mean that not really. Don't take that serious. Like narcissism is definitely a like psychological illness that I don't suffer from. But type threes can definitely appear to be narcissistic because we like to talk about what we do and we rely on positive feedback. And that's definitely me. So here I go again, talking about myself, but type nines are the peacemakers. It is the last one on the Enneagram. And if you're not familiar with Enneagram, make sure you go back and listen. Even if you're not type nine or whatever episode you're listening to, it's beneficial because it teaches you how to relate to other people and it teaches you how you think, react and respond to others and just in just general life situations. So type nine, they're the easygoing type. They're agreeable. They're kind of complacent. And that is kind of, for me, that's not the most 
attractive type. So I don't know very many type nines because I feel like if we were to ever try to be in a relationship of any sort, I would wear the pants because I don't like conflict, but I do fight for things that I believe in strongly. And so I don't, I don't know. Sometimes you want somebody to give you a good, like pro not protest. What's the word I'm looking for? Help send help debate debate. Yeah. Good. Thank you. I did that on, by myself. See, and I allowed you to do that. <laughs> Thank you. See, if you, I, I can't enable you because then you don't grow. I appreciate it. It's the things like this. Like, See? this is what friends are for. That's right. I let you drown to the point where you don't die, but you may become unconscious. Have you seen that meme where the I guy's face is, like, it looks like he's drowning, but he's kneeling. And they're like, some people aren't drowning. They're just dramatic. That, <laughs> I felt so triggered <laughs> by that. Yeah. True, I know. It's been many days like that. A couple, but especially this year. So type nines, they're accepting, they're trusting, they're stable, they're supportive, but they can be too willing to get along with everybody because one of their biggest fears is conflict. So they do whatever they can at all costs to avoid conflict. They also fear loss and separation so basically the opposite is their desire. Their, their basic desire is inner stability and peace of mind. So there's two wings to type nine. And so going back the, there's the main type and then you have a wing, which is just another Enneagram type that you relate to more. And each number has two different wings. So with type nine, they're either a nine wing eight which is also referred to as the referee. So again, they're trying to avoid conflict. And then nine wing one is the dreamer. So motivators, they, they're highly motivated by harmony. I mean, this is all just very repetitive for type nines. And I've become the little, like when I started this series, I didn't really know too much about Enneagram. So I'm not qualified to talk about it. So that's why this has been so comical. But now I feel like I can Enneagram everybody right now. So whenever a nine is stressed out, they become a six, which makes them super anxious and worried. And then when they're secure, they become a number three, which is energetic, which is me again. So that's all you need to know about that. So really, like, I just recommend everybody listen to the type three episode so that you can know all about me some more. Um, there's personal growth recommendations that I encourage every type nine to go through. And I use Enneagram to get all these. And so if you're trying to get more in-depth information about a type nine, go to Enneagram And that's also where you can take the test, which Again, I highly recommend, but so for growth and these get kind of deep. So first it's worth examining your type's tendency to go along with others and doing what everybody else wants to keep the peace can be pretty detrimental to your own self. So being aware of that is, is a good thing to do, especially if you're on this path of growth, which we should all be on right now. Second, exert yourself, which is really hard when you're trying to create this peace at all times and avoid conflict, but you almost have to force yourself to exert yourself, if that makes sense, and pay attention to what's going on. Don't like tune people out and just figure out what to say to just like not have conflict, but actually pay attention to what's going on so that you can recognize 
what you're doing and try to improve that relationship. I don't know if that made sense. It sounded really good in my head, but I don't know if it came out okay. So <laughs> just send me a DM if it didn't, and then I'll send you the link to this website. Um, recognize that you also have aggressions, anxieties, and other feelings that you have to deal with. Negative feelings and impulses are a part of you. So it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It just means that you have to work through your own inner conflicts. Otherwise, you're going to be just a very miserable person. And then this one kind of hit me because I had um, somebody on here that was married to type nine and they related to what I was talking about with being with somebody that is super complacent, it makes you as the other person feel like you're wearing the pants in the relationship. And it almost makes you feel like they don't care because you're trying to fight for something and they're not fighting. And it's not that they're not fighting because they don't care. They're not fighting because they don't want to fight. So, um, so this last one, anyway, although this will be very painful for you. If your marriage has ended in divorce or if you're having problems with your children, you must examine how you have contributed to these problems and examining troubled relationships will be difficult like it is for everybody, but probably even more so for nine. It's really important that you do that. And then the other one, I feel like we all need to do because quarantine 14 hit me hard. Like I've gained weight too. Raise your hand if you've gained weight during quarantine everybody in the room. Uh, so exercise frequently to become more aware of your body and emotions. Mm, I don't want to do that. Anyway, so that's type nine. That concludes our show. Bye. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, but honestly, no, I don't want to talk about Enneagram anymore. I'm Enneagrammed out. So what I want to know from you guys, I'm going to do some polls on my Instagram account, which again is at injector underscore Heather to try to see how we can best execute this aesthetic new series that we have gone on. And we're also contemplating other things to do like YouTube channels. So if you're interested in that, we're also going to do polls on that. Let us know uh, what kind of videos you want to see, vlog style treatments uh, and, and injections, whatever it may be, yeah. kind of what you want to see, because we have a lot of things that we could do, but we want to cater it to you guys. Well, I think it's, that's the matters. Yeah. Well, I think in Fort Worth, we're still not, I think it's still kind of taboo for injections. Uh, like everybody's getting them, but nobody really wants to talk about them as much as other places, I think. So I want to talk about all the things that you can do because it can get kind of overwhelming. And John knows this. I'm a very natural beauty driven injector. I don't, I will not cause overfilled face syndrome. I do not like the idea of, telling somebody that I'm going to make them appear younger because it's not possible. I'm all about normalizing injections, but to the point where it's like, you're going to look refreshed and restored like JLo girls because she's gorgeous and she's in her fifties now. And I don't know from a male perspective, like there's things that guys can do too. Yeah. Like, I think we should put John in the seat Ooh. and video him getting all of the injections. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it. Why yeah. Not? Why not? I'll do it. I think just that's for a good you. idea. Thank I'm you. Down. Thank you. So down. And so. where can I go to do that? I think I'll go to oh, what's this new wonderful place. Oh my that gosh! About? If you haven't heard, there you go. I, <laughs> no. There's it's something been, to talk it's about. It's been so long that I forgot how to podcast. It's really hard to plug myself right now. So I'm injecting at House of Beauty Fort Worth. 
Wow. Thanks. What is that? That is a med spa concept, but not in the traditional way. We're kind of, we, I don't know, it's just vibes. Can I just yeah. call it vibes? Like, it's just vibes. It's we've amazing got, vibe. yeah, like we've got boutique ear piercing there. We have cosmetic tattooing. We've got facials. And then I do all your injections. And like I said, I do it in a manner to where it's like, you're still going to look like you. Because we're not going to conform to these social media trends that make people have this false sense of perfection that doesn't exist. We're going to make you look like you, but the most refreshed, restored version. And I'm here for it. And for you guys. I love it. And I'll be Thanks. in there in the chair. <laughs> Get it injected, I guess. Yeah. And then I think we're also, so for my injector listeners out there, we're going to do some virtual training modules, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. I think that, you know, and also let us know about that. You know, a lot of, um, I think that there's a few different ways that we could go about it, you know, for some of the newer injectors that haven't built that confidence up to kind of see how to do it from an experienced injector standpoint and also kind of where to begin their journey because there's so many different ways that you can do it. Yeah. You know, and how to work under somebody, how to branch off, how to do things like that. How, I think that's going to be really key for a lot of these new or even, you know, already existing injectors. So I think that, you know, just let us know what you want to learn about because we, we, we want to do this for you. John is 101% correct on that. That's impossible. <laughs> Stop it. It hurts. It triggers him it's so like much. Nails on a chalkboard because <laughs> there's no such thing as 101%. Yeah. Right. Um, Unless there's growth. You love me. So, yeah, there's a lot of exciting opportunities coming up. So even though 2020 has really sucked a lot, we can look back and figure out what makes us thrive in this year and what opportunities there are. And there's, if anything, we're going to be, I've said this before, we're going to be super resilient after we get past this. Cause it has been, I have been the leader of the struggle bus squad and I have bus tours every single day on the struggle bus. I'm pretty sure you've run yourself over by the struggle bus a few times. A couple times, but I got back up and that's what fucking matters. You have a slight hobble, but I'm proud of you. I'm a little sore. My hips hurt a little. Like my knees are aching. Bumps and bruises, <laughs> yeah. but you're back. But I'm here. So I appreciate you guys so much for your support and listening because there's literally no other reason why I do this except for you guys. I promise. I would never just come up and hang out with John on a Monday evening. All right. Well, with that being said, um, <laughs> thank everybody for uh, Get the listening. Fuck out, and, then. <laughs> um, yeah, this this will be the last episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love this is why I do it just for John. But no, honestly, like this is this is for you guys. No so coming back. So we'll see what your voice sounds like on this episode of Sex, <laughs> Love, and Injectables. Oh my gosh! Can you please though? Because that would be funny. Just this is Heather. <laughs> Welcome to Sex, Love, and Injectables. I am your host with the most. Uh, but anyways, so I will talk to you guys again next week when we start the new aesthetic series. We're gonna start it off with some Botox talk, and like I said, it's my favorite drug. So I look forward to talking with you guys then. Have a good week. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>